When you think of Stephen King novels, the TV series Stranger Things, or movies like Hellboy or The Thing, they portray fictional worlds which are much like our own. They also posit hidden planes of existence adjacent to ours with alien or supernatural creatures who are often trying to break through, dominate, and depending on their mood, destroy our world. These are not the gentle realms of fairies or Cheshire cats, but dark regions of prehistorical, eldritch, inhuman gods or impossibly old alien entities indifferent to human existence. These fictional milieus, which are rife through pop culture today, started back in the 1920s with one author from Providence, Rhode Island, who through his fiction created fantasy with themes such as these and encouraged other authors to contribute to this shared mythical universe, which ended up going by the name of one of the fictitious malevolent elder gods, the Cthulhu Mythos which almost 100 years later has spawned a rabid cult of fans for the writings of H.P. Lovecraft. The Dilettante, a Ferrochrome podcast. Howard Phillips Lovecraft was born on Rhode Island in the capital city of Providence in 1890. An only child, he was born into a family whose roots extended back to the 1600s in New England. When Lovecraft was three, his father was hospitalized and would die five years later. He was raised by his mother, her sisters, and his grandfather, and was soon discovered to be a prodigy who could compose and recite poetry by age six. A sickly child, H.P. Lovecraft would have a sporadic attendance at school, but had a great interest in chemistry and astronomy, but ended up not finishing high school due to health issues. He would end up living a somewhat solitary existence with his mother. In photos as a young man, he cuts an unusual figure with gaunt features, sunken eyes, and pale skin, an appearance which in later years would contribute to his mythos. In 1914, Lovecraft attempted to start a career as a journalist, publishing a magazine called The Conservative. But by 1917, he had begun writing fiction inspired by the works of Edgar Allan Poe. He was an early contributor to the pulp magazine Weird Tales, which by 1928 had published his watermark tale, The Call of Cthulhu, which detailed the awakening of a mad god of ancient origin from his deep sea slumber. This is not some anthropomorphic deity of humanity, but one of gigantic or using Lovecraft's famous adjective, Cyclopean stature, whose very appearance would drive the normal mind to madness. Cthulhu is described as being vaguely human in form, with an octopus-like head, dragon-like scales, and bat-like wings. An ancient entity who migrated through the cosmos to Earth, Cthulhu is worshipped by obscure cults dotted around the globe, with the hope this eldritch cosmic god will rise once again from its resting place in the sunken city of Ryla. Lovecraft's fiction took place in a universe where humanity was a minuscule aberration compared to the unbelievably old entities and civilizations that preceded it and presumably would succeed it again, a place of chaos and ancient rivalries between forces unimaginable to human minds. Often Lovecraft's stories were told in first person by a harried protagonist 
who slowly realizes to their horror that there are dark intelligences surrounding Earth, some in space, some underground, some in adjacent dimensions waiting to reclaim the Earth from the short-lived and inconsequential species of humanity, with this forbidden knowledge often driving the narrator to their ultimate doom. H.P. Lovecraft created a fictional New England town of Arkham with its adjacent Miskatonic University where some of his short stories take place. There is also a fictional magical text known as the Necronomicon, which figures as a source of forbidden knowledge in various stories. Lovecraft corresponded voluminously with other authors and encouraged them to contribute their own tales to the growing Cthulhu mythos. During his life, Lovecraft was sporadically published in pulp magazines, but was never that well known. After a brief marriage where he lived in Brooklyn, New York, he returned to Providence after his divorce, where he made ends meet by taking freelance jobs, ghostwriting, and editing others' work. He died in 1937 at age 46 of cancer, well known only to friends and other authors with whom he corresponded. It is two of these authors, August Derleth and Donald Wandre, who sought to popularize his fiction and created a publishing company, Arkham House, named after Lovecraft's fictional town to this end, and which still exists today, publishing Lovecraft's works, as well as other like-minded authors who contributed to the shared mythos. Due to their efforts over the decades, Lovecraft is now considered a modern American master of macabre fantasy and horror fiction on par with Edgar Allan Poe. A bust of Lovecraft was designed in 1975 by cartoonist Gayen Wilson as the trophy for the World Fantasy Convention for various categories of fantasy fiction. As with some other authors, H.P. Lovecraft held views in his private life, which he expressed in letters, which made him a divisive figure among fans and detractors. Primarily Lovecraft's racist views, even given the time and place he lived in, were particularly vehement and indefensible. This caused his likeness to be removed from the World Fantasy Award in 2015 and has fomented heated discussion as to whether and how much his literary work was informed by his racism. Some stalwart Lovecraft fans, while decrying his bigotry, call for a separation of the author as person from his written work. A familiar argument for those fans of Lewis Carroll, Henry James, Edith Wharton, or Roald Dahl. For aficionados of H.P. Lovecraft's work, this is a challenging decision as well, to patronize an author's work or not, given his abhorrent personal views. Even with this controversy, Lovecraft's work is still widely read today, with his influence felt by authors like Stephen King, who said, Lovecraft opened the way for me, as he had done for others before me. It is his shadow, so long and gaunt, and his eyes, so dark and puritanical, which overlie almost all of the important horror fiction that has come since. Indeed, Lovecraft's influence pervades cinema with movies such as Ridley Scott's Prometheus and Alien Covenant, John Carpenter's The Thing, and especially director Guillermo del Toro's Hellboy series. Del Toro's eventual hope is to bring a big-budget movie treatment of H.P. Lovecraft's 
at the Mountains of Madness to Fruition, which portrays an Antarctic expedition which uncovers an unbelievably horrible ancient secret. In the portrayal of a vast, chaotic cosmos indifferent to the concerns of humanity, with dormant entities so long lived as to be indistinguishable from immortal, Lovecraft wrote this ominous couplet in his 1921 story, The Nameless City. That is not dead, which can eternal lie, and with strange eons, even death may die. The Dilettante, part of the Fairchrome Podcast Network.